to our podcast on SoundCloud. We do have different playlists mm-hmm. to categorize the topics. So the playlist for this show, this episode, um, is Today in America. Today in America, yep. Because shit be happening today in America. Man, so, too much. Yeah. But what the fuck happened this week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically what's going on is for those who are not really politically up on stuff and start try to stay away from the news, first of all, I understand. Yeah, I'm that way. <laughs> I don't. The news is depressing as fuck. Why would I? Usually, I'm right there with y'all. Yeah. But uh, this particular case, I guess, hits home, hits home for me because of the women in my life. And a lot of them uh, have said or have expressed to me in one way or Don't another. I'm just saying, I'm just I'm just saying, like we'll we'll get to more of it, but like that's that's the reason why I have to like I had to pay attention to it. Like whether I was like conscious of it or not, I was like, damn, this this is important. So basically what's going on in the news is they're trying to just get this guy, Judge Kavanaugh, uh onto the Supreme Court, right? Um and they're trying to rush the process because one, he's not really fit for the position. Is any of them? No, clearly not. Which is why women need to take the fuck over. I will repeat this over and over throughout this podcast, so that it gets through your head. Uh, to the fellas as well, we all need to realize that uh, we've been running shit for a while and it hasn't been working too well. You know, war. You know, fucking. Anyway, we'll get to that later. Recession, depression, everything, like everything. We need to take the fuck over. But anyways, they're trying to get the, this dude on the Supreme Court. And they're trying to rush him in because he's got some shady shit. And I think it's up to now. Three or four women have accused him of some type of sexual assault or sexual um, misconduct in some manner. Whether it be uh, brushing uh, your penis against somebody's face while they're like uh, at a party. That's what That was one alleged person. Yeah, a person alleged that he did. Uh, the other things were the the one that that's actually front and center, which is the doctor. I think her last name is um, Ford. So Doctor Ford, who happens to be a clinical psychologist, I believe. Mm. Um, so that's why she was able to break down, like literally break down trauma, which is also important during her, uh, I guess, deposition. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I haven't watched any, any of that. Anyways, but yeah, so anyways, Dr. Ford uh, remembers a traumatic event that took place basically in her high school days with Judge uh, Kavanaugh um, when 
you know, when they were in high school, mm. and it was like an alleged uh, a rape, like uh, attempted rape. Mm. So she got away, but she remembers the laughing. She remembers everything vividly. Mm. Um, so she came out and said, this dude cannot go on the Supreme Court. Like, there's no way that shit can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's definitely not fit. So, old boy starts lying his ass off, saying, I never used to drink. I, I, I drank, but it's like, you know, I never got blacked out drunk. Um, and it's being all defensive and all this so other shit. So, what would you say, not to interrupt, but nah, what, what would you say about... Cause they, take over. They've talked about, um, this with Cosby too, about Ooh. the length of time before women... Um, like come out and say about the assault. My my thoughts are, women don't come out for this very reason, mm-hmm. and that's why they wait so fucking long. Like her name's getting dragged through the mud. Yeah. People are smearing her. She had to change, move her hat, move like from her home. Oh, wow. All this other shit is going on just because she's speaking out against this dude, and he's powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's the old boys network at work. Yeah. We're, we're gonna talk about that a little bit yeah. more too. But it's like. Dude, it's like right in the front of everybody's face right now. Because, mm. like, for me, yes, it's terrible that, especially high school boys, they just. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. High school boys, yeah. we don't know shit about consent. Yeah, We're know. horny as hell. It's exactly. like, once it's that just, switch is on, we don't even know how to control that shit. Very it's not an excuse. It's. Yeah. Uh, a reality of how some of us were raised, and we were raised in a climate mm-hmm. that made it seem like it was acceptable. Yeah. But that's to say, and again, I haven't watched, I haven't watched any of the stuff so i don't know about kavanaugh and what he was saying to i don't know anything oh, he's a fuck. so but i was like well if somebody did something in high school and this is years later they're a grown-ass adult who's to say they're the same type of person and that's where his lying about shit comes in mm-hmm. he's like lying about it and trying to smear other people mm-hmm. and then saying shit like in the yearbook he's trying to fake like he was like this like oh preppy like church boy when he in his calendar he had shit in his yearbook he had shit called uh he's part of the Ramada club and the Ramada club was like the last name of a or the first name of a girl who was in the high school and saying you're part of the Ramada club was mean oh you smashed her uh, yeah he's trying to act like he was all this innocent dude yeah. and he's and then there's also stories about him getting drunk and mm. all other allegations of him uh, misbehaving so it's like it's one thing if you can admit your flaws and admit like Cause I've done some fucked up shit, right? like not sexual assault shit. Luckily, I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like doing crazy shit while I was drunk, like I, at twelve to two, if y'all know the story, y'all know what happened to me at twelve to two. I H-U. don't know the story. You do know the story. I don't know the story. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I, 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 maybe for another day. I don't know if I want to tell that because yeah. it's not really related to the topic, but. I could definitely get into that later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've done some crazy shit when I was drunk, but never fucking sexual assault. Trying to rape somebody type shit. That's something about your character. You know what I mean? And the fact that you can't admit that you did something like that and you should just be like, I'm sorry, that's not who I am now. Because you can't press charges on that uh, that person right now. You literally can't. Mm-hmm. Statue of limitations. Mm-hmm. But, How long is that? I think it's 12 or 14 years. Something like that. Um, I'm not sure. Not a legal scholar at all. Uh, but my point is, you you can still have those like traumatic events happen and it not be told because of like the backlash. And that's like the biggest reason why. But I mean, even, like, yes, that, but for women who have been assaulted, that's some deep 
stuff within yourself. Yeah. Like a lot of times it's internalized, a lot of shame, you know. um, You start questioning like, oh, why didn't I? Yeah. Why wasn't I aware of my surroundings Uh or some other shit? You know, yeah. So it's not about that. Because I see women with sexual trauma and it's like, no. Yeah. Yeah, they, They have a lot going on individually. So for them to share that story is very... Like, that's being very vulnerable. So, so that's why I felt it was, like, a big moment for the country because mm-hmm. a lot of men in general mm-hmm. have never even heard of, of this world. Or like, we, we're, like, oblivious to this shit. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like white people, white privilege. Like, mm-hmm. they just, like, got the blinders on. It's like, how the fuck do y'all not see what the fuck is going on right now? I don't think they're willing to see. Right. A lot of men aren't willing to see it, too. Because, again, who's in power right now? Who's in charge right now? Men. What What... Uh, benefit does it ha- does it have for us to be aware of those things? Um, if we fucking moral, ex- <laughs> it would be it would be, but like we can't see that. We just not we're not there, and we're not in that place right now. Um, that's why women need to take the fuck over. <laughs> Keep saying this. <laughs> um, um, I I had a thought, but I forgot it. It's all good. Yeah. There's so much stuff to talk about yeah, on this topic. It's, it's, yeah. it's getting deep. And it's, it's heavy. It's heavy. Like, it's a heavy-ass topic. But we got to talk about this shit. That's the whole point. And that's why I like that the country got to see this. A lot of men finally got to hear a woman like, oh, shit, this is what, this is what usually happens. Because it was like the whole prep shit. Mm-hmm. And it's bad. Um... So could you go like elaborate on why it's so important? Because like I said, I don't watch the news, mm-hmm. but this case has been all over my Facebook feed, and it's for me. It's like again, I don't like I'm in my own little bubble out here in Oakland, so yeah. sometimes I want to disconnect from the rest of the country and the shit that's going on. So and it's necessary. <laughs> yeah, it's very. But this was all over my Facebook. So why do you think, or could you elaborate on why it's so important that we do pay attention? to these types of cases. Like, they've mm. had the Me Too movement within Hollywood. Um, and what was mm. the other thing they had going on with the Me Too movement? Um, I forgot. They had another hashtag going around with that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, could you elaborate on why it's so important to pay attention? I, I think... Th- yeah. Right. So, for women, um, when I say, like, it's time for y'all to take over, I mean in, like, multiple areas. That, that includes politically, because a lot of the stuff that we do in our life and like the rules and stuff that are set up from the top that mm-hmm. actually provide the structure for all other things um, come from politics. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the rules that have been written all, all along in this country have been by old white dudes. And what have they done? They've been fighting back against progress this whole time. Like, man, let's have our slaves. Like, oh, fuck, we gotta get about our slave. All right, fine. But, like, let's keep women down. Let's keep black people still down. Like, Jim Crow, all this other shit. Like, women can't vote, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Every way, gay people. Every way, every way it's a pushback against them. Because, it's like, they don't want everybody else to have what they have. And that's why... Greedy-ass yeah. motherfuckers. Because they know if there's a divide of power and equality, they'll Ooh. just see it. Ooh. Um, where was this? I think this was on that's the movie with Justin Timberlake. And it was something with time. In time, maybe? And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, the, and the quote in there was, for a few to be immortal, many must die. Yep. And I was like, that's America. Pretty much. 
fucked up system. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's also important for like the sexual assault piece to come into this network. Because mm-hmm. just like how there's so many people in Hollywood. You mean in politics. In, in politics, mm-hmm. yeah, my fault. Um, uh, so yeah, just like in Hollywood, there's mm-hmm. all these, these pieces of people like that are just hiding this stuff and blackballing people and, mm-hmm. and like doing all this other shit. The same fucking shit is going on in politics. Mm-hmm. It's the same network of old white dudes or just dudes in period, period in power and mostly white dudes, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, anyway. Man, I don't even know. They, get, they can't hear you in that sound. I know. I was going to sound like I'm just laughing at nothing. I know. Y'all ain't need to hear it. But it was on a Facebook. You uh, saw. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it needs to be exposed so that we can address that shit politically because y'all need to take over when it comes to politics because y'all are the ones with the empathy and, and, and the, the fucking love and nurturing nature that would allow for rules to be equal. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't come from a place of, I want the most power, I want the most fucking money because I have an ego and I have a little dick. So I want to, I'm just saying, and I, well, I feel like most of this shit. And I think like, you were saying earlier, because women are already naturally more in tune with their femininity, yes. with being life providers and nurturers and caregivers right. and things Within like that. the society. Yeah, but also, yeah, because it's a male-dominated society, we mm-hmm. are in touch with our masculinity. We're able to Had grind, to hustle. We're able to yep. be in power and stuff like that. So <laughs> I think you were That's saying men are like at a... At, at a disadvantage because like when have we when have men been challenged to really address their emotions because we live in a world where it's like it's a man's world right mm-hmm. where it's like well, power it's strength yeah yeah in America yeah in America like and that's, that's, that's kind of racist that's true yeah. it's a man's world it's all about machismo my, like you gotta have the money you gotta have the ground blah 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 mm-hmm. it's all about that when are you challenged to address your emotions in this world when your women are popping off because you can't communicate how you feel even then, you just say, man, she be tripping, man. She crazy. She's crazy for expressing her emotions. It's not an argument. I'm just telling you how I feel. Anyways, <laughs> it's just bad. Like, we need to get with it. Mm-hmm. Fellas, we need to get with it. We need to actually address our emotions. But until then, women need to take over because they have a better balance. They at least know how to fucking balance grinding, having that uh, the healthy balance of the ego versus wanting that empathy and wanting that caring uh, equality for the nation. That's what women would do for the country. I think. I believe. Mm. Not all women, obviously. You already know that from Hillary. <laughs> I'm not hiding this shit no more. Like yeah, no. The last time I didn't speak up about shit, Trump got elected. So I'm... Pff, fuck that. Mm-hmm. You want the real? Come here. It's so real, baby. <laughs> Um, so was there anything else you wanted to talk about with today's topic? With Kavanaugh? And, no, no, today's topic of women need to take over. And, oh. And as far as that, because you're just jumping all over My the bad. place. <laughs> My bad, I'm going so. off today. I'm going off. <laughs> um, oh, right, right, right. So, like, in terms of the demonstration of what happened in the courts, I thought it was, it was literally like a display of, um, white Christian... Cisgender, uh, straight. straight, powerful figures just standing there wanting men. to, they men, 
But there was like like some women who were like on the other side. No. Yeah. But in that in that one photo where they yeah were I've like seen there, that photo yeah you've seen it right mm-hmm. those were all men like mm-hmm. all yeah they they put up a picture of the handmaid's tale it was like oh look it looks the same <laughs> I'm telling you I have to vote she <laughs> <laughs> can't real out here mm-hmm. um but yeah it was just like a demonstration of like this old white dude saying well well prove to us that you even Something even happened to you. Like, who who the fuck are you? Like, he deserves a spot because he's one of us. Oh, wow. And it was just like yelling. And it's like, this is a sham. She's a, she's a fraud. This whole thing's a fraud. This whole, da, 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 all this stuff. And it's just like, the entitlement. Like, you're getting. Take some entitled asses. Like, you're the one who actually, and I, this is what I believe. I believe the motherfucker did it. So, you're the one who did it. And then you had the, like, you're gaslighting, which almost all. Can you Men explain do. gaslighting? Gas, gaslighting is basically what happens when, let's say, all right, let's, I'll do a demonstration. All right, let's do role play. Okay. I don't know what's happening. Okay. <clears throat> um, all right. So this is my phone, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yo, where the fuck did you put my phone? Uh, put it right there. Didn't I tell you not to move it? No, you actually told me to move it. No, I specifically told you not to. You always forget shit. Uh, first of all, you told Yo, me. Yo, she gave, always You gave shit. me your phone. This is the problem with women. Right this here. is the problem with really? women. Really? This is the problem with women. Y'all always, y'all, y'all got good fucking memory. I don't know what it is. Like, y'all too emotional. But y'all can't, like. Y'all can't handle shit or something, but this is a problem with fucking women. Fel- Am I right, fellas? You know what I mean? I told you, don't fucking touch my phone. She fucking... She, this is what she always do, and this is why we can't get along. Fuck. God damn. Baby, it's crazy. Fuck. I see your point. That <laughs> is gaslighting somebody. It's basically, you doing some shit, mm-hmm. and then I'm the one accusing Blaming you. Blaming me, yeah. And making you feel like you're crazy about it. Mm-hmm. As if, like, your reality is... I know. Out. I have so many female clients who, like, be making me crazy. <laughs> and that's the technique. So that's the, the case. So you raping a girl or attempting to rape this woman. Mm-hmm. And they had the nerve to say, how the fuck she gonna accuse me and mess me up for my job opportunity that I should have? That's you're upset? Up. Who's yeah. the one who, who should be upset? The one who got... I almost got raped should be upset not fucking you you're over here complaining because you might not get a job you should be in fucking jail yeah karma's a bitch so yes it was just like a whole presentation of that shit mm-hmm. and it needed to be seen by the nation so that people could wake the fuck up hmm yeah so when it comes to that uh, the next topic I think we had was black women. So there's been a lot of comparisons mm-hmm. between this case and like uh, the Anita Hill case, which mm-hmm. was like a case in, I think, damn, 91, 92, something like that, when I was born. Uh, I don't know this case. This case is basically similar things, uh, accusations, uh, except it was against, this was black women. Mm-hmm. And nobody believed it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, since slavery. 
Um, yeah, make sure it's there. Okay. Um, yeah, since slavery, black women have been getting raped. Yeah, pretty much, unfortunately. Yeah. And nobody's doing anything about it. And they, and, and that was fucked up too, because they said that we couldn't feel pain. Yeah, damn. So, like, they just did whatever they wanted to us or to our ancestors, and nothing happened. You know, even with gynecology, gynecology was started started with experimentation on black enslaved women. Like, the fact that, and they they had a statue of that motherfucker in, um, in New York, I think. Yeah, and, um, so, like, our. And it was interesting. I just went to a conference about reproductive health, and it was like our womb was never ours in America. And it's like we have to take back ownership and becoming more in tune with our womb and stuff like that. Hmm. But um, hmm. yeah, it's very. It was very powerful. Um, but yeah, with with black women, like the fucked up thing is not only do we get it from white men, we get it from black men too. And that is very rarely some stranger. A lot of times it's family, which is so fucked up. And then the family keeps that shit secret. Yeah. A lot of times there is somebody close to you in the family. Yeah. It's just the case. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, again, because nobody wants to talk about it, this, these cycles continue. Mm-hmm. Break the fucking cycle. You need to. And and that's the thing. Like, why aren't you believing? Like, I've had a few clients who, when they were young and they were getting molested or raped, they told their, their mom, and mom was a selfish asshole who was like, why are you fucking my husband? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Fucked up shit. Or they, yeah, just didn't believe them. And it's like... Mm. Fuck is wrong with you? No nigga is worth it. That's how it is, though. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. But as a society, I hope we, we can get this shit together. We already know that white women have more power than black women, mm. and I think you were saying earlier that not only is this like a white privileged man, but this is also a white privileged woman. So they are paying attention to her versus if it was a black woman, they may not be. Definitely not. She's like, also like socioeconomically, she's of another status too, because that's why I said privilege. I mean, I meant privilege, like class, race. Totally. Like she says certain stuff like, uh, I I spent the summer, uh, like I do every summer at the country club or whatever, like whatever she said. (laughs) And, And it's like, I could just see like old white people being like, I can understand, I can relate. And it's like, I can't relate to that. I'm relating to her because she's a human being. But it's like, other people, they need to really hone in on something else in order for like the the empathy. The fact that she's human and the fact that no one should have to go through that. Right. Usually that that should be it. But no. Some people, it doesn't hit them. That's really what it was. Um, hopefully, like we can get this shit together as a nation. But black women have had it like the worst from 
jump. Mm-hmm. That's why y'all especially need to get this. Well, we the highest demographic that are seeking higher education. We're but, in but the professional this is, world. This is the call, like for office. Yeah. Like, go for office. Oh yeah, that too. Well, like um, in Georgia, like there uh, there Stacey, was some stuff. Stacey Abrams, right? I have no idea what you're talking about. That's her name, like the uh, Georgia's the governor. Isn't she I governor? wasn't talking about okay, that. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, I, movie though. <laughs> I was talking about the all like the whole courtroom system is all black women. Yeah, like the judge, the bailiff, the just oh, it was shit. like the lawyers. It was like the whole yeah was black women. That's what's up. I know that. Yeah, but um, cause judges too. Like not only politics. I mean, is judge in politics? I don't know, but judges. Yeah, no. Because they the ones important. delivering the verdict. Like at the end of the day, like we need black women or black men, but black men need need to check the misogynoir. I will explain that later. <laughs> but um, but yeah. But yeah, definitely in politics too. Like, what I don't understand is how men put laws or put into law things that have nothing to do with them nor their body. Like, how the hell are you going to tell me about what I need to do with my body? See, I have issues with authority. With somebody trying to tell me what to do, I really do. Because who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? So, yeah, go on to the next point. One of the other things that uh, I did want to touch on was, like, for me personally, I wanted to address the fact that, uh, and we kind of talked about it, I touched on it Mm -hmm. at the beginning a little bit was the fact that why I've probably been like so drawn to this particular case and why I've wanted to um, just really get like a, a, a sense of what was going on was because of so many of the women in my life who had gone through some type of sexual assault or um, sexual encounter where they were violated in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, their degrees, you know, and... It's not for me to decide whether one thing is worse or or not because I'm not there. Like something that could be very small mm-hmm. to me could mean like something that's very earth shattering yeah. to somebody and that, else. And that's the thing with trauma. Like people have different responses to trauma. So one thing, yeah, yeah that could have been very traumatic. Like you see it as a very traumatic experience. They're like, I mean, that was just another Monday. You know, like yeah, especially with like community violence and stuff. But, um, but yeah, so different levels of trauma, different impacts of trauma. Especially when it comes to complex trauma, where yeah. it's like, it's just over and over and over again, mm-hmm. you get jaded. Yeah, oh my goodness. A lot of my sexual trauma Yo, uh, clients have had repeated... I'm, I'm seeing a, a client right now that's yeah. going through that. Yeah. Um, but this is what I mean, like, a lot of the women in my life mm-hmm. uh, have gone through such negative sexual experiences because of... Uh, because of the men in their lives, mm. like just because of the men in their lives, like literally, like the uncles and the the fathers and brothers in their lives. Mm-hmm. I'm talking family members here, um, like these people that I know, like from school, like throughout everybody, like that. There's somebody has a story where it's like either um, somebody 
if I was outside of school, did something, mm-hmm. or somebody, it's like, it's always communal. It's never usually, usually, it's never something like some random person outside. Yeah, like, a stranger, in. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's never like that. So, yeah, if it's not family, it's usually your peers. Right, like, it's someone the, within proximity yeah, of you. Yeah. So, when this happens, we as men need to step the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, stop saying, like, Oh, what did she wear? What were you doing when you heard your boy saying some stupid shits like, oh, I, shit, I'll take that shit whether she won or not. <laughs> you should be like, what the fuck did you just say, nigga? Yeah. That's the first thing you should do. So what were you doing when that was happening? Oh, ha, <laughs> joking shit. Nah, fuck Because, that. I think this is something my brother-in-law said, there's a lot of truth in a joke. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, fuck that. If you know somebody and you know that they're joking, fine. But if you're no. like, no, I'm saying like with with like a woman that you know, like like girl, I'm gonna tear that ass up. Oh, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you have a relationship with somebody and you're a woman, that's totally different. Mm-hmm. But other dudes that talk still, like that, she can not want to, and she we'll, cannot want to. We'll, we'll talk about consent. Later. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we gonna break it all the way fuck down. And it's a nice video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I get that. Because I've done that shit before. Like, almost all the girls I've been with, I'm like, alright. Tear that ass out. Alright, mm-hmm. keep saying that shit. And, shit. and then they'll say, you know, you're trying to rape people. And I'm like, <gasps> that's kind of sexy. But it's in the context of us just being aggressive and physical in a sexual manner. But with I think consent. the boundaries have already been... Right, the yeah. boundaries already been set. We already know each other and we're comfortable and communicate when mm-hmm. we want and do not want to have sex. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's how it should be. Uh, but yeah, yo, when it comes to men and their way of just talking and, and addressing these things, mm-hmm. we're, we're acting like we're all so tough and macho, but we all go into the group think of like when a man does say something, we are afraid to challenge him. Mm-hmm. Why is that? That's the most manly thing you could do, right? Just stand up and be like, what the fuck was that? What? We don't, we, I don't support that shit. I'm mm-hmm. not here for that shit. And addressing that shit and nipping that shit in the bud, like, from jump is, is going to be important for our, us too. So we can't just all say like, what were you wearing? Or what were you doing? Or blah, 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 blah. Check your boys. Because so, who's raping everybody? Huh? Somebody in your circle is doing something, right? Somebody that we know is doing something, right? Mm. So it's like, we all need to check each other. From now on, like, clearly there's something going on. So every guy, I don't care who the fuck it is, like, every dude, be on notice, check your own people when they do stupid shit. Check them. Because they know they may not, may not even know that they're doing something dangerous. You know how many guys have done something? And they're like, that was rape, or that was like, that was assault, or that was something, something? Mm. Yes, motherfucker, it was. So it's it's a whole cultural problem, but we need to step st- stand up and do something about it now. Otherwise, it's just going to just run rampant. Continue to run rampant. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I have no idea what the next thing is. <laughs> uh, oh right, mm-hmm. yeah. So back to being somber and shit because I'm about to ask a serious question. Mm-hmm. Um. What is your personal experience with it? Because I, as a guy, have not experienced um, sexual assault unless I'm repressing something <laughs> that I know of. Uh, so I don't have that perspective. Um, 
period. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Like so, it's totally different dynamics. Have you ever gone through anything like that um, personally? <laughs> I would. I wouldn't say that I have. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I have. Um, like I had one incident where I was drunk, and I was at my friend's house, and I went into one of the rooms to go to sleep, and a guy I had been with, we had sex before, like mm-hmm. it, we just weren't at that moment. Like he had came in. And he kept, like, coming in and out, and I was, like, in and out of sleep. And then I think he started to touch me and kiss me, but when I told him no, then he stopped. But he shouldn't have, like, I was drunk and, like, sleeping. Like he sh- And we were on a clear stop before that, so that wasn't a time to get it started, you know? Um... And we didn't really talk about it after. I tried to. And I was like, what was that about? But, um... See, that conversation needed to happen. Yeah. I mean, we're we're cool, so... Yeah, I'm sure, like, now. Yeah, yeah. But, like, those are the conversations that need to happen so that things get set straight. Mm. Like, anytime... Like, I've done shit where I've crossed the line myself. Mm-hmm. But, like, women have checked me on it. And I've wanted to talk about it most of the time. I've, like, wanted to reach out. Some of the women are like, just... Fuck it. Yeah. You, you buy like that line, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, yeah. well, I'm not I'm just gonna fuck with you." Talk to you, about which it. makes 100 percent mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, because fellas, like, if you do that, and a woman isn't like, if you violate her boundaries, even mm-hmm. if she didn't state it, and she decides, "Oh, you've done that, <laughs> it's over." That's her right. Mm-hmm. You gotta accept that shit. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, like, so. That was, like, I think the biggest, I would say. Hmm. Um, other than that, it's been... For you, you wouldn't consider that, like, a big deal for you? or what, what I mean, it was important to note. Hmm. I wouldn't classify it as sexual assault. Um, like, yeah, it shouldn't have, like, he just shouldn't have... If he did go into the room to sleep, like, I would have been fine with that, but he just should have went to sleep, like... Hmm. Um, but yeah, like that shouldn't have happened. But when I did say no, that's he did stop. So I'm appreciative. And I do appreciate the guys in my life, especially at Hampton, because I was I was going through some things. So I was drinking and I would be blacked out, passed out, and there's plenty of times where something could have easily happened to me. And I'm thankful for the girlfriends that I had too. Because there was times when I was wilding out and they had to like come get me because I didn't know what I was doing, you know? Because I was blacked out at that point. So I'm definitely appreciative of the people who had my back um, during that time. I don't even drink like that now because it's toxic. But, um, yeah, but yeah, like. Wine, maybe once in a while. With some food, shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, necessary. You know? But other than that, it's been, and these are all with partners that I've been cons- like consensual with, having consensual sex with, is like, the days that I don't want to have sex, they're persistent. Persistent, 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 persistent. And it's like, no, 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 no. Okay, fine. And I just had a conversation with my client the other day who's a a sexual assault survivor. And I was like, as women, we need to stop that. We need to stop getting to the okay, fine, because we're tired 
of saying no. One, men need to respect the first no. Okay? Mm-hmm. I don't care, like, if we're kissing and if we're touching. If we don't want to have sex, we don't want to have sex. Like, this, at the end of the day. So, take that no. Walk away. And it's like, yes, my body will respond if you're stimulating. So, don't take that as a fucking yes. And even, even in the um, conversation of consent, because um, I was thinking about it while I was at Hampton, and I was like, yes, I'm small. Like, I'm, I'm short and, you know, low body weight compared to a man type of thing. So, yes, I will be drunk. But if he's, like, as equally drunk, then whose job is it to be like, oh, no. Because they always, every time, especially when liquor is involved, they always put the responsibility with the man. And I was like, but I'm drunk as fuck too. And if it's somebody I'm having sober consensual sex with, I'm really going to want to have sex with them when we're drunk, you know? So how is it, whose job is it if we're both equally drunk? Because I'm not in control of myself and he not either. So how does that work? I'm not sure. And depends, there depends on if you feel like like both parties wanted it or not. But again, you don't make good decisions when you're drunk. So you could both want it. You could both verbally say it, but you're intoxicated. Mm-hmm. And that takes away, people say that takes away your ability to consent in the first place. But I'm saying if we're both drunk, then how does that work? I mean, if you're both drunk and you're both consenting while you're both drunk, mm-hmm. and then you wake up in the morning and neither of you is like, you wake me, I think you're good to go. That's my rule. Yeah, but how you like? You uh, don't want to wake up in the morning and not, so. you know? Yeah, so that's why I don't drink, kids. But um, but and I have been in situations with a guy who I had sober consensual sex with, uh-huh. and where I wanted to have sex and he didn't, and I did have to check myself that's years later cool. because it was like I'm an attractive woman. Men don't really turn me down for sex. So you felt some type of way. No, it was just like, I can just get him hard and then he'll want to have sex. So I'll just stimulate him until he does. And that's the wrong type of thinking. It's the same thinking they have. So women need to check themselves sometimes too. You know? Interesting. Yeah. Um, And another thing I had thought about was with the okay, fine thing. Okay, fine. Like, it really, it really be like that. And sometimes I felt like it takes more energy to stop him than it does to have sex. Damn. And this, you get the comb. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. Some women know. But, um, I get the comb. Or I'm very obvious and like, no, focus on you. I, I don't, I didn't want to have sex, so I don't care about coming. So just focus on you, have that nut, and then we good, <laughs> you know? But, um, but yeah, it's like, it takes more energy to stop him because his, he's still touching and because he's still kissing. And it's like, that is turning you on, but you didn't want to have sex to begin with. So it's like, you have to repeatedly say no and to stop. And it just, sometimes it takes a lot of energy and you're just like, fine, whatever. Especially if you have, like, normally, that's your consensual sex partner, you know? But still, and we'll talk about this when we show the video, that even if you have a consensual sex partner, that doesn't mean that you want sex all the time, and that doesn't mean you consent to sex all the time. Both ways, both with men and with women. That's true. Yeah. Um, 
Who's next? Let's see. Let's see. So before I kind of get into my experiences about patriarchy, misogyny, misogynoir, and male privilege, I wanted to define them. So I was like, that may be useful. Let's do it. Dictionary, dictionary. On Google. So patriarchy is a system of society or government in which the father or eldest male is the head of the family and descent is traced through the male line. A system of society or government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded from it. A society or community organized on patriarchal lines. That shit sucks. So, but I also think with patriarchy, it's not only that men are in the superior position. It's that, yeah, men hold women down. Yeah, that's the bigger thing. Like, I I feel like in matriarchal societies, yeah, women are in the positions of power, but they don't, like, hold men down for it. I mean, I don't know of any. So I'm ignorant on what the matri- matriarchal society would look like. There's some real. communities in Africa that yeah. are matriarchal. I mean, I know and of them, a lot I don't of the know how they function. Well, I know nothing about them. I don't, so, I don't know. This is such a foreign concept. We yeah, need to change that. Yeah, I don't know much about them, but I know of their existence. And Yeah, that's all I really do. But, but this may be back to your point of women need to take the fuck over. So if we do research... And women aren't holding the men down in matriarchal societies. Then what's that saying about men? I'm telling you, a lot of our shit is ego. I mean, you see this yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you see this shit all the time. Like, in, in the court thing, it was like a whole bunch of shit. Was, it was like high school all over again. It was just like a whole bunch of grown high school people. And what I'm noticing is like, we talked about this with adulting, that mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Adulting and self-care. Ah, that's the name of the podcast. On Anchor. <laughs> On Anchor, baby. And Spotify. Where at? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was talking about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we talked about that. Like, on adulting, like... And self-care. And self-care. <laughs> <laughs> it's just if we had this expectation that all these adults were going to be so responsible, all these leaders, all these fucking political figures. I had such high expectations for adults. And then I became an adult, and I was like, oh, you're a fucking child. Okay. <laughs> And that's what these people are. All these fucking distinct... The congresswoman. The con... Oh, like, all these... Uh, uh, the president of the... Even the... the, the president, president of the United, United States, States of America. What the fuck? Fucking child. It's, it's uh, literally the IQ of a child. Anyways. I can't even watch that man speak. Yeah, I'm like, he can't speak. <laughs> that's the he problem. speaks for the eight-year-olds. But that's my point. They don't, des- the people in power don't deserve the power. Like, there are so many other adjectives in the English language than great and wonderful <laughs> and fantastic. Like, really, nigga? It's really Sorry. Sorry. I know. A brain. I- oh, my God. Like, it'd be killing me. But anyways, go ahead. Stupid. He's fucking stupid. You gotta just laugh at this shit. Really ah, but anyways, what were you saying? My bad. Nah, that's just the point. It's like, these motherfuckers don't deserve to be in power. Yeah, no. These dudes are clowns. Everything just got elevated. It's just like, these insecurities just got elevated by money. They never solved anything. They never actually elevated their minds. They just grew in terms of their body. Mm. They just got older. They stopped learning. They stopped growing. Mm. Yeah, that's for damn sure. Um, Alright, so... So yeah, the patriarchy, it's men in superior positions, but they're holding women down. But why? Oh, because they scared. But anyways. 
out of touch and why don't want you. Um, so male privilege. Male privilege is a concept within sociology for examining social, economic, and political advantages or rights that are available to men solely on the basis of their sex. A man's access to these benefits may vary depending on how closely they match the society's ideal masculine norm. So it's basically the privilege of being a man. So what are the benefits of being a man? Um, so, yeah, I'm going to keep defining before. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got plenty of emails. <laughs> um, misogyny. Misogyny is the dislike of, contempt for, or ingrained prejudice against women. Ingrained prejudice, that last one, mm-hmm. key. Misogynoir. Oh, we went over this before, too. I don't Because I didn't know about this until you told me. Oh, okay. Misogynoir is misogyny directed towards black women, where race and gender both play roles in bias. It was coined by queer black feminist Moya Bailey, who created the term to address misogyny directed towards black women in America and American visual and popular culture. And what, what year did she coin it? Uh, you say? Uh, no, it's, it's on Wikipedia. No, it, it don't. It don't say. I gotta okay. read more. Yeah, but but so with massage noir, I mean, they were just saying towards black women, mm-hmm. but I usually use it when it's black men putting down black women, and I'm like, you use massage which one? Massage noir okay. when it's black men Man putting put- down black women, because it's a form of misogyny within our culture and our race. Um, so them damn hoteps that we were talking about on hypermasculinity and homophobia yo, part two. Yo, we them. saw a uh, night school. Uh, that so. shit. Oh my god, he was like my queen, my bottom bitch. Wait, what? <laughs> and his hotep character. Yeah, um, that shit was hilarious. That was. that was my favorite character. Oh, I know god. because all this, all he was saying was bullshit. That shit was hilarious. He sounded like so many people I know out here. Though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, okay, my experiences with Massage Noir. Um, I've been told by black men that because I'm a woman, I should act like a lady and not curse. And fuck them. I'm a curse. I'm a grown-ass <gasps> woman. I'm a, yeah, I'm a fucking curse. <gasps> I'm a grown-ass woman. I do what the fuck I want. <gasps> yeah. And fuck, you fu- cursing fucking too. Oh, and what, are you a gentleman? Okay, why do we have these terms lady and gentleman, Okay. Like, anything I do is not being a lady. Because I'm a fucking woman, it makes me a fucking lady. Thank you. That was a comedian. What was her name? I think it was Sheila. And I think her show was like, I'm a fucking lady. Because of that shit. So I've gotten that shit. I've also gotten the, um... And again, I was dating this dude. I've talked about this in one of the episodes. I was dating this dude, and he was real conscious, giving back to the black community, you know, thought he was on it. But then uh, he wanted his wife to be barefoot and pregnant for five years, and she couldn't have a job unless it was part-time. And I was like, you do realize (laughs) I'm in grad school working on my master's for marriage and family therapy, right? You must sit your ass down, queen. So that would have been bye bye. Okay. Um, That's crazy. With misogyny, 
So, okay, so I've always been black before I've been a woman. Right, you've always it, said you're yeah. like the I, classroom thing that you mentioned, remember we... Oh, yeah, shit. Um, I was in a human diversity class um, in grad school, and um, it was a Latina professor, mm-hmm. and of the women in the room, she asked the question, how many of us identified first as our ethnicity or who identified first as our gender? All the white women in the room said they identified first as mm. their gender. All the peop- the women of color in the room mm. identified first as their ethnicity. And I thought that was very powerful. And so it's you like... the convenience of not having to worry about your race. Yeah. Like, I got... Shit, I'm a black queer woman who's not Christian. I got some Ooh, <laughs> strikeouts. God damn. Yeah, like fuck. <laughs> damn, when you say it all together. You know, like I'm not, I'm not American damn. cup of tea. Yeah, I'm really they, not. They not fucking with yeah, you. Yeah, nah. At least not this. Even not even the why, black community. Which is why women need to take the fuck over. Because there's yeah. no reason why you should feel that way. Like the fact that you know that is good. That you're aware. Yeah. But there's no reason why you should feel that way in a society. I mean, I've made choices in my life, so I deal with less of that. Yeah, yeah but less shouldn't. You know, it shouldn't yeah. be mad. You know, yeah, it shouldn't exist. But um, but women I've, need to take the fuck over. Yeah, but I've always been fighting for like black rights and just black empowerment and things like that. Like I've always been focused more on my race and my culture and my ethnicity. Um, the only time being a black woman comes up, well, no, if if it's anything related to women, it's a black woman. Like uh, it's never just a woman. Mm-hmm. It's a black woman always. I can be black or I can be black woman. That's like the two labels. I'm never just a woman um, in my identifying terms. Um, but what's it called? So the only time that I, cause, and that's the thing when I've thought about women issues, I was like, well, we get treated less than white women anyway. So I still got to fight for this black shit. <laughs> like, you know, like, true. yeah. And the, yeah, and the and the only time um any woman stuff does get like I get you know activated is when a, a man is trying to tell me what to do, and I have issues with authority. You're not about to tell me nothing. So <laughs> so I have a question. Do you yeah. feel some type of way about my role play because I can act? I mean, I knew you was role playing. Okay. Because I was like, you do not talk to me like that. So, because it would have been a wrap, ladies. <laughs> Don't deal with bullshit. <laughs> that shit, that gaslighting shit. Yeah. But I hope that demonstration, uh, for real, helps a lot of people because you Man. need to recognize it. Yeah, I got a family member going through that shit. Let me send her this shit. But, um, because... Oh, also check out the power and control wheel. It actually gives Ooh, examples great, of great emotional, resource. physical, sexual abuse, as well as privilege mm-hmm. and misogyny. All of that shit. Power and control. What? At? So if you're doing it, stop. If it's being done to you, recognize it, then get the fuck out. Okay? Um, now, okay, so I haven't really done stuff with gender. But as I've embraced my queerness, I've become... Gross. But so yeah, my queerness. Um, I've been 
more aware of my place as a woman. And I think it's because, you know, I'm also attracted to women. So now I'm seeing women in a different light. Ooh, and it's, it's a beautiful lighting. And it's making me reflect on my own womanhood. And I'm seeing a lot more than I saw before. Yes, you are. Like, I'm seeing a lot more patriarchy and misogyny in in the world. And I think it's because I'm dating women. So I don't have to deal with that. Hmm. So it's like I'm seeing it a lot more when I am interacting with men. And it's weird. <laughs> like, because it's like, woo, like, you know, just the light has opened. And I'm like, fuck, there's, there's a lot of shit. You know, there's a lot of shit. Like, for instance, I was at Pride and there's this big black guy, like big, poof, poof. Black guy, um, um, standing right at the entrance, and he has his arms open, and he says like he gives free hugs, and I was just like, "Nah, I'm good, right?" And then I was with my um, colleagues, who are also black queer women, and he came over. He asked one of my colleagues if she wanted a hug. She said no, and then he hugged her anyway. So then she had to check him, and it's a black guy, and he was like, "I'm just here." For y'all, I'm here for y'all. And then my other colleague was like, how are you here for us when you're not listening to what we just said? You're not listening to our needs. So how are you here for us? You're here for you to make yourself feel better about yourself. Mm. I don't think she said that last part. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and she should have, though. That, that right? sounded real good. Sounded but, real um, good. <laughs> and it blew my fucking mind. We had to deal with that That's shit. Real. And we also Damn. had to deal with some white shit. Mm. And I was like, Fucking pride? Like, this is already breaking open the box of societal norms, and we're still dealing with that bullshit? So anyways. Um, also, with me being open to polyamory, I've been in, like, um, Facebook groups to learn more about it, to find support um, and community and things like that. And in the, um, like, I'm in a black and poly group. And well, actually, a couple of different ones, and then I'm in like queer black and poly group. So with the black and poly, there's men in that group too, and all I'm fucking seeing is patriarchy and misogyny. Like all I'm fucking seeing because they're on. So polyamory is not the same as polygamy. Polygamy or polygamy. So those are with one man and multiple women. So the sister wives. Okay, versus polyamory is everyone has an equal voice. Everyone has the ability to have other partners, whatever the sex is. Like a woman can have two male partners who are not interacting with each other. Whereas like in the polygamy, like it's like, no, she can't have any other partners. Like I have the partners. I got the beasts. Exactly. And I'm like, see, that's still still the power and control shit. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you're not going to tell me what I'm going to fucking do. So, and I've been seeing it. And I've actually had to like, okay, I can't be in this group because it's so fucking rampant. And it's like, I either have to go to specifically polyamory groups or um, I've been in black and polyandry, which is there's one woman and multiple men. And they have a different perspective, which I appreciate. I mean, I know how it can work, but like from my perspective, that would never work. Why wouldn't it work? Multiple men? It doesn't mean they're interacting with each other. One woman? Yeah. Depends on how many men. 
and it depends on how much dick she can take. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> Tell you y'all, monogamy looking like you know. Well, Are you okay? <laughs> I mean, I got a max on how many partners I can have because it's time and energy. But um, but yeah, so I had to like get out of those, and it made me that more aware. But also, now that I'm dating women, I'm taking a break from men. Because I've been dating men all my life, so I want to experience something else. But, um... Trying to get in tune. My queerness. But, um... <laughs> but, yeah, but I still, you know, I'm getting more confident in myself as I'm accepting myself. So it's showing as I'm walking down the street and men are approaching me. Yeah. And... Well, you get confident. Confidence is sexy. Yeah. But these niggas be approaching me and it's like they're persistent as fuck they don't say no like i had to take a nigga's number i don't plan on texting him but he wouldn't let me just walk away so like he was i was walking down the street he was in his car he pulled over and got out of the car like that's not always a good thing some men take rejection very badly you know luckily it was daylight you know and i was in a public area but um but yeah like so, I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm so done with all this patriarchy-ass bullshit. Like, women need to take the fuck over. I'm with you, because... Hey! That's I, the title of the show! I, I can't, I, I can't. Like, just get the fuck out of your ego. Get the fuck out of your ass. Like, just... Right. We can be equal. We don't have to put one another down, you know? And we've been raised that way, though. Boys versus girls. From the beginning of time. I know, it's fucking ridiculous. <sighs> um, ooh, another thing about men trying to control me. Um, I've been, like, just in Facebook groups where women or men will put out the question of, do you have to ask your man when you're going to cut your hair? Or if you can cut your hair? Ooh. And I was like, the fuck? No, it is my fucking hair. I agree, but... The fuck? So, for me, my partner would be my best friend. So, I would be having these conversations anyway about my hair, about anything with my life. So, he would probably know that I'm going to cut my hair, but he doesn't have any decision over that. How do you feel about that? I mean, I would like whoever I'm with to discuss that with me because Why? I think... I was just about to tell you. I know. You saw that finger? Because I felt some type of way. Go ahead. That's a feel some type of way finger. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I would want, as see the want? Mm -hmm. Notice my words, mm -hmm, fellas. Mm -hmm. I would want uh, the woman who I'm with to tell me about that because for me, uh, hair is a different experience. Now let me break it down. Oh, yeah. Okay, baby. Uh, I play with my woman's hair. Um, it's a part of our physical experience. It's as if I were to cut my beard or something like that, I would probably tell my, my lady too. If she was into it, if it was part of what she would do. Like if she, I, I understand if it was something that. that that was like, you know, that yeah. was really something that we were into. Um, and it was something that we connected with. I would obviously say. Um, but it would be a courtesy thing. It wouldn't be like a, how dare you? I would just be like, oh, shit, you cut your hair? 
Yeah. But see, yeah, my my partner would know before. Yeah, so, like I would, I would just. So for me, it, my we, partner would know about my life, so he right. would just know. So you for know? me, it's <laughs> not like a control thing. It's more like a, a a concern or like a mutual respect thing where we communicate that because we know if there's some, if I know something's gonna affect my partner, um, and it's gonna affect us, mm-hmm. I would want to communicate that just because I would want the connection between us to stay stable mm-hmm. and stay strong. So that's more of where I'm coming from, um, where I would want my partner to say that. Uh, it's not a control thing for me, though, because I've had a lot of women. This is a woman who I was dating just now. She switched up her hair, and I was like, oh, shit, I like it. It's new. I loved her old hair, though. I was playing in that shit. Um, it's playing as new. Uh, yeah, like, I don't really date guys with short hair anymore. Like, you have to have long hair or locks. Um, so if I had, if I had a guy who did cut his hair, I think afterwards it would be, like, I, I do like playing the hair and stuff. Um, but afterwards it would be, um, you know, that would be my partner, so I wouldn't, I would still love him regardless, like, you know. And then I would, you can't and, trip over it and then much. one thing is like guys are attracted to long hair, so mm. if they if they cut it, Women then they're, too, they're like, not attracted. Yeah, but they're not attracted, and I'm like, that's your person. Like you need to love their insides, like, and then still think they're beautiful without right. some regardless. Superficial and that's why I say I wouldn't be tripping with it if if I have a connection with somebody mm. because. Uh, that's just normal. But I, my theory, mm. and I know it's fucking true, don't you fucking debate me on it, is women a lot of the times, or, or men, like when there's like a big physical transition and usually it involves oh, yeah. hair, mm-hmm. there's something going on. It doesn't necessarily have to be traumatic, but there's a transition going on. Transformation. Something's going on. When there's a big physical transformation that you, you take upon yourself, whether it's a tattoo or whatever it may be, it's big. A small tattoo might not mean that much, mm. um, but if it's something that's really changing your appearance drastically, especially if it's something that means something to you, like your hair, mm. something's going on. There's some transition going on. Sometimes it is traumatic, though. Uh, I have noticed that. Mm. I mean, I've cut my hair. Well, I cut my hair before I did my big chop. My big chop was shorter. That was just going through the natural hair journey. But I did cut my hair um, when I went to college. So that was like my transition. Mm. And then um, I started growing my hair towards the end of college. So that was like new transition because I was going to California. Now I'm in Oakland. I got locks. Like all these transitions. I'll probably cut my hair when I have kids. So transitions. I'm not cutting my hair until they're down to my butt. No, nah, I really like my short hair. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to go back to that. I may rock that for a bit. But, and then, um, I'll, and then I'll trim them a little bit. And mm. then um, I'm going to keep rocking it. It's going to at least be this length. This is like the minimum now. Um, but I did uh, want to talk about outfits as well and how men try to control my outfits. So, what? In school, we couldn't wear spaghetti strap. Tops oh, yeah. Okay, because our shoulders are sexy. Oh, my God. I cannot resist. Okay, instead of teaching women to go home and put on more clothes, how about we teach boys some self-control? A Kavanaugh. Because <laughs> maybe that wouldn't happen. I could either. be walking down the street butt-ass naked. That don't mean I ask for shit. Like, yes, I was in my backyard, shirt off, no bra, sun on my skin, and it felt wonderful. And I was like, I can't do this. 
Because guys will take it upon themselves to say that has anything to do with them. Like, no, this is me being in touch with myself, in touch with nature, the universe, my ancestors. Like, fuck you. You are not that damn important. Sorry. I felt some type of way. Because I really like that. Like, the sun. Like, guys get to do this all the time. I'm always sure. Yes. And I'm like, I can't. Because I got breasts. But I felt that type of way, too. Because, like, okay, honestly, not to brag, I've had a nice body for a while now. Mm-hmm. But... I feel some type of way about the way other people feel too. Like other, even other guys, they like yeah, but nothing, jealous about nothing. But it's different. Yeah, no. It's, I know it's love. Yeah, no. Totally <laughs> like yours is kind of like shamed into like no, something could happen to me if I walk right. down the street without the shoes. Right. Yeah. Control your fucking selves. Yeah. But anyways, um, that's so crazy. Like that's all it would take. Also, the middle finger check with your skirts and shorts. Your shorts had to be longer than your middle fingers, oh, and like, that that, that was both in grade school, um, in secondary as well as college. Man, I hope when I have a daughter, because I'm probably gonna have a daughter, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna deal with none of that shit. Because that's what I'm really like. You think I'm well, going hard for women? Well, now? hold on. No, Ooh. the issue is, for me, it was like the stores weren't making shorts that long. <laughs> so they like. Fucked. They so, were literally so no like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, where do you want us to shop? Like, they ain't making it, you know? So I had settled on Bermuda shorts because um, those are I've longer. i heard that term before. Yeah, they're, they're longer shorts. Because, um, yeah, when I was in college, like, my one professor, we he if we came to class like that, he would have been like, out. And I'm like. Decorum. Decorum. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm. there's a bunch of grown people acting. Decorum acting mm-hmm. like. Everything's all sweet. But their behavior behind the scenes and otherwise is trash. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, I can, like, these people are important. They're just upper excellent, polite assholes. But I will say that the same things that the men are taught, ladies, we have some of it, too. Because I experienced my own shit where I had to check myself. Um, so I was in Costa Rica. And I was in, like, a group travel thing. And we met up with, like, another group travel. Mm-hmm. And we all went out to a bar, right? And there was this white girl drinking, and she decided that she wanted to do um, or have belly shots on her belly. This woman was wearing a dress. So the dress was pulled up so they could pour the liquor in her belly button, and her panties were out. My thing is, what the fuck are you doing? Like it was, it would be different if she had like shorts, bottoms, like some kind of bottoms on, and her top was up, type of thing. Um, like that would have been like, yeah, have fun. But I was like, just that doesn't look like a good like, yeah. So what happened was, once the guy took the shot from her belly button, he tried to not only pour liquor but lick it up as he was pulling down her panties, and obviously chaos broke out. Because the guys we were with in our group and their group went to... Because I think this was, like, some locals or something. Um, and this was a white girl. It was. Um, but, like, they was, like, about to fight them and stuff like that. So I understand that no matter what position she was in, no matter what clothes she had on, it is up to that goddamn man to have some fucking self-control and not do any shit like that. Mm-hmm. I think I was the person who checked you on this. At the same time, I was like... See, black women don't be doing that. So what the fuck you doing? Look at me being all head in the game. 
sorry, I'm just and yeah, oh had to check me on it. I still like that wouldn't have been me. But still, if I was walking down the street butt ass naked, that still don't give no man no permission to do really anything. Really doesn't, yo, for real. Like we think about it, that's dumb as fuck. Exactly. What if some shit happened where like you just came from a fire or some other shit? Oh, I think about that with an earthquake all the time because I don't like to sleep with clothes. Well, so. Like, whatever it is. <laughs> like, you see somebody, a naked woman, your first thing is like, all right, well, let me rape her. What the fuck? What is wrong with you? That's all it takes? Mm-hmm. It's like the only thing that's stopping you from raping all these women is clothes. That's it. So if you could see, if you had x-ray vision, mm-hmm. <laughs> you would just be... That's all it takes. That 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 shows that you're you're less of a man than you think you are. You have no self control, no discipline, and no morality. Yeah. And just because you can fake like you're macho, don't mean that you're a fucking man. Uh, take a look at hypermasculinity and homophobia part one, where we actually define masculinity, manhood, what it means to be a man, all that shit. All right. So now we're going to give. Um, we're going to show a video about consent. Um, and how they're going to show consent I love is by right drinking tea. tea. It's like the perfect. Okay, I'm going to put it up. We'll see how it goes. That's pretty clear. Yeah. We probably should put speakers. If you're still struggling with consent, oh. just imagine instead of That's initiating sex, you're making them a cup of tea. You say, hey, would you like a cup of tea? And they go, oh my God, fuck yes. I would fucking love a cup of tea. Thank you. Then you know they want a cup of tea. If you say, hey, would you like a cup of tea? And they're like, uh, you know, I'm not really sure. Uh, then you could make them a cup of tea or not, but be aware they might not drink it. And if they don't drink it, then, and this is the important part, don't make them drink it. Just because you made it doesn't mean you are entitled to watch them drink it. And if they say no thank you, then don't make them tea at all. Just don't make them tea. Don't make them drink tea. Don't get annoyed at them for not wanting tea. They just don't want tea, okay? <laughs> they might say, yes, please. That's kind of you. And then when the tea arrives, they actually don't want the tea at all. Sure, that's kind of annoying as you've gone to all the effort of making the tea. But they remain under no obligation to drink the tea. They did want tea. Now they don't. Some people change their mind in the time that it takes to boil the kettle, brew the tea, and add the milk. And it's okay for people to change their mind. And you are still not entitled to watch them drink it. And if they're unconscious, don't make them tea. Unconscious people don't want tea. And they can't answer the question, do you want tea? Because they're unconscious. Okay, maybe they were conscious when you asked them if they wanted tea. And they said yes. But in the time it took you to boil the kettle, brew the tea, and add the milk, they are now unconscious. You should just put the tea down. Make sure the unconscious person is safe. And this is the important part again. Don't make them drink the tea. They said yes then, sure, but unconscious people don't want tea. If someone said yes to tea, started drinking it, and then passed out before they'd finished it, don't keep on pouring it down their throat. Take the tea away. Make sure they're safe, because unconscious people don't want tea. Trust me on this. If someone said yes to tea around your house last Saturday, that doesn't mean they want you to make them tea all the time. They don't want you to come around to their place unexpectedly and make them tea and force them to drink it going, but you wanted tea last week. Or to wake up to find you pouring tea down their throat going, but you wanted tea last night. 
But if you can understand how completely ludicrous it is to force people to have tea when they don't want tea, and you're able to understand when people don't want tea, then how hard is it to understand it when it comes to sex? Whether it's tea or sex, consent is everything. And on that note, I'm going to go make myself a cup of tea. So, thoughts. There you have it. Like, that shit perfectly explains it. I don't think there's any ambiguity there. I think that shit is very clear. And when you put it into context and you put it into the prism of tea, mm. something that everybody, I guess, can understand. <laughs> and obviously he was British where they drink a lot more tea. Right, right. <laughs> think of it as coffee in America. Yeah, coffee, I guess, in America. Mm-hmm. For me, it would be water. <laughs> um, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Like, you really wouldn't. Like, all right, you passed out. Want to do is hydrate. All right, maybe hydrate is bad. You wouldn't wake somebody up to drink some fucking tea. And see, I I like what they said about just because we wanted tea last week or last night doesn't mean, mean we want tea all the in the morning time. or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, like consent is still. And people, you know, they say, well, you lose some of the chemistry when you're talking. I get more turned on when we having conversations about consent and boundaries. Because that means we are trusting each other to have these conversations and check in with each other. Y'all get people get uncomfortable with that stuff. It's really... It's because in society, we're taught not to talk about it. This is a very sexual society, but we never talk about sex. It's like a lot of women who I've... Like, I'm open. I talk about this shit. I also talk about getting tested and all Tested, that yes. Where you actually get the results sent to each other? Oh, so like, yes. Any woman that's fucking with me... Um, tested. They're getting tested. Period. Safety first. Yeah, it's like, but they don't want to have this conversation at all. I don't mm. get it. So, consent. Men, step up. Women, take the fuck over. <laughs> And that's pretty much it for today's show. Yeah, that's all we got. All um, right. Women take the fuck over. Women take the fuck over. Women take the fuck over. I think we need to play. Oh, man. What? I was going to play a little Queen B because that was my shit. <laughs> what, what song were you about to play? Well, whatever it is, you know. We can only that. play like five seconds. Oh, that's an ad. <laughs> Hold on. Turn that shit all the way down. <laughs> Just in case that's a song tip. <laughs> Don't waste it on that. <laughs> Can't fuck with this shit. But it's a song that would definitely go with women taking the fuck over. Hello. Oh, who runs the world? Yeah. See how I didn't first think about that? Hmm? See how I didn't actually think about that? That's how I thought it was. all right enough before we get copyrighted (laughs) but all right thank you so much for listening to it's so real with your girl rock and your boy oh so now we not only are on soundcloud but we are also on anchor fm which means we're also on spotify spotify baby Castbox. I don't know what that is, but true. Uh, yeah, I don't, know. I don't, I don't know. There's some a whole of these. bunch of stuff we're on. Um, we out here, and we're working on Apple Music. We're working. Look, look, look for it in probably like I don't want to get. Yeah, time. no, 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 no. Uh, but so, we're working on it. So we have Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, um, and then Anchor and SoundCloud. All that. So check us out. We have twenty episodes uploaded. 
um, on those different platforms. SoundCloud is where we started, so it has all of all our episodes. On all of our That's the episodes, base, the hub. exactly. Go and check out the different playlists. Again, we have Today in America for the culture of growing up black, sex, love, and connections, no growth, mind, body, and spirits. And I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so make sure you subscribe, make sure you share, and thank you for listening. <laughs> Peace and love, y'all. All right. Take care of you. We out.